0: Don't touch me! She pushed him away. I was just trying to help. She stood up, pulled down her dress, and excused herself to the bathroom, then returned with a wet towel dabbing herself. Broom, please! Pussface obediently handed her the broom. Whap! Now I feel better! She exclaimed. Pussface sunk to the ground, seeing stars. Now, like I was saying, you stupid cat... Tomorrow, I want you to go house to house throughout this whole neighborhood, hiding in backyards, peeking in windows, trying to find where this girl lives who switched bodies with Serla. Got that? The next day of school was pretty much the same for Serla. Craig was flirty, Tiffany was snobby, Chrissy was distant, and Todd was nice even after the incident with Kathy's mom. During lunch, Todd helped Surla with her studies in the library, where Kathy's mom said they should study. After school, on the usual walk home, Tiffany stopped Surla. I see no one is giving you a ride home today. Likewise, Serla responded. Tiffany and her two friends followed beside her. Don't you remember me telling Craig I won't be needing a ride home from him anymore because I'm about to receive my license? What Serla did remember was seeing the back of her head in Craig's car yesterday. But she decided to say nothing. She still saw the missing cat notices posted everywhere, which was more important at the moment than Tiffany's rude comments. You think you're so hot these last few days, don't you? The conceited girl kept on. What are you talking about? Serla pretended to be confused. I've always been hot. I wouldn't say that. She raised an eyebrow, but recently you have come close to looking normal. Serla stopped walking. Listen, um, this is getting really old. You have been obsessed with bothering me for a long time now, and I don't know why, but you and your friends? She glanced at Chrissy and Lisa. Are not going to lower my self-esteem, and you are not going to stop me from being who I am. She continued to walk, until she came to the intersection where they would depart. Yeah, well... Tiffany was searching for some last words. You just better watch your back, because anything can happen. Just be ready for it. Serla sighed and continued down her street. She's never going to quit, Serla thought. Saturday morning was brighter than the usual days for fall. Rays filtered in through Kathy's curtains and onto her bed, where Serla was curled up in a ball at the bottom. She stretched accidentally hitting Kathy with her arm, waking her also. Oh, that's what I thought would happen, Kathy said after yawning. What? Serla asked. It's a beautiful day out, and I'm grounded. Kathy wiped her eyes tiredly. Kathy, you stay at home practically all the time. What's the difference? I know. It does affect me, though, because I can't watch Lassie now. Yeah, Serla agreed. And I can't watch talk shows. The two then looked at each other like they were just brought out of a daydream. Kathy spoke first. Do you think I'm beginning to think like a real cat? I know what you're saying. I'm feeling more human every day. This is scary. Yeah. Do, do you think this can become permanent? Like, I could be stuck as a cat for the rest of my life? No, it can't be, Serla answered. If that's true, then my lifespan has been shortened a couple hundred years. Seriously, though, I think we're just figuring out how it feels to be one another. How do you like it, being me? Kathy sat up. I can see how a human's teenage years can be very emotional. I've never felt so many feelings as I do now that I'm being you. I mean, before I was able to feel angry and frustrated with Idis and even envious of the cat from across the street, but she patted down her flyaway hair. I never felt anticipation for tomorrow or excitement to meet new people like Todd. Most importantly, I never felt loved, like what being a part of your family did. Thanks, Surla, For what? Crossing paths with me?